Good evening. And good night. And fourth meal. Actually, no meal. I have to shoot some uh, TV on Wednesday. I'm not eating this week. Can't eat. What do you no mean? Eat. Can't eat. Can't eat. Coffee you and water. You're Fruits not, and veggies. You're not going to eat. Why is this? You're trying to get in shape or something? I Wednesday, I'm shooting oh. the um, the best of the year for Raw for WWE. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to be standing like on camera in a suit with, I, th- I think, without a desk blocking me, like full, full right. body shot standing right. there. Right. And I need and the just two, two, three days of no eating is going to help that. Absolutely. Really? One thousand. Anyone who ever tells you that a couple of days of starvation won't make a difference. They don't know about this fat life because I promise you. It'll it'll tighten up the tighten up the jawline. It'll you just uh, yes two days two days I mean, of not eating does all that. Yes, Sife. If you have something to shoot, I promise you. And you starve yourself. You go water, coffee, or tea, or you know water with lemon and some honey, like a little bit of something to satiate yourself. Then grab some fruits, maybe a little piece of straight up like boiled chicken, like nothing, some protein to throw What's in your body. Eating? Now you're eating. Now you're eating. You're back to eating. I can't go literal full starvation. I'm going to have to eat like some, a salad or a piece of chicken. Like something's going to have to go down there. Yeah, so you're eating. Sorry, I thought you were talking about something else. I'm talking about not not eating. You thought you meant, I meant complete starvation, like actual. No. um, I'm sure that would work too. What's up with boiled chicken? What does it deal with that? What's wrong with grilled chicken? Grilled chicken's fine. Uh, Grilled Meaning you cook it on like a uh, you throw it in the oven, no, like an open flame, like a like a grill. Uh, on, oh, no problem at all. Yeah. You're not. You, I'm just you know whatever avoids using oil and stuff. Like open right. grill, no problem. The reason I mentioned boiled chicken is that the dogs were the dogs were sick last week, and when they say when a dog's stomach is upset, just boil chicken and give them straight boiled chicken. Ooh, I gotta tell you though, it tastes fine. I mean. It cooks in two seconds, too. It's really disgusting when you think about it. It's hot-ass water. You just drop the chicken in, and all of a sudden looks cooked. It's very weird. But anyways, my goal is to spend a couple of days pulling it together so I can do this. You know, listen, Good WWE luck, doesn't – they don't put me on real TV very often. They keep me yeah. on their kickoff oh, this show. this is real TV. This is on USA, baby. This oh, is – Oh, this is official. This, this is end oh, of the – Oh, my bad. My bad. So listen, they don't they don't let me get on there very often. So if I get a full show of me hosting, like, no, I got to get right for TV. Yeah, yeah, TV, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I that's didn't know what Vince I'm doing. McMahon was a wrestler. What do you mean? I saw him wrestling back in the day. He, he has had wrestling matches, yes, and they I were saw very entertaining. Like the Rock. Yes, that has happened. Where were you watching this? Go ahead. I was um, I was watching Moana with my son. 
And I was trying to explain who the voice of the guy was, The Rock. And I started showing him clips of The Rock. I'm trying to get my son into wrestling for some reason. I think he would enjoy it. I just don't know how to, like, I don't even like, know where to start. You know what I mean? You just you just think he would enjoy, like, you think it's the kind of entertainment that he would like. Yeah, like, he likes to, to well, he doesn't really like loud noises or crowds. Maybe this, you know what? Maybe it's not the right. Well, he doesn't have to go in person. He can watch on yeah, TV. Yeah, but he likes, like, fighting and jumping and, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, try to get him into wrestling. Um, You should start with some 80s stuff, maybe, that was, like, really based around kids. Like, it was, they were, their goal was to entertain kids more then. Right. Feels weird, like. To show him stuff from like the early two thousands, it's too much racy stuff going on. It's a lot. Oh, why well, is it show him The Rock? Funniest thing about The Rock is everyone talks about The Rock for president. The Rock's the worst one. The Rock has so many clips you can't play anymore. Really? Yo, The Rock was calling everybody all types of candy ass. Whoa, no, no, way worse than candy ass. The the things he used to say to Stephanie McMahon. They were not what you would want out these days. What was it? What, it? Wait, who's Stephanie McMahon? Vince's daughter. What was he saying to her? These are things that we would have Emilio edit out in 2023. <laughs> and we'd go, no, no, Emilio, that's something you edit out. <laughs> Just every kind of sort of uh, every sort of syn- synonym for hussy uh-huh, uh-huh. that you could come up with. He was throwing around crazy. I definitely heard um, John Cena say some foul shit while he was doing his John- raps. John Cena, who became the most kid friendly, he was talking crazy back in the day. I mean, it was a different time. Listen, it was all it was all just edgy for that time. That's all it was. It was edgy for that time. Edgy for that time is now like considered. I don't even know what edgy for this time is. Hey, speaking of um, comedians and their hatred of things that are now not allowed to be edgy. Uh, well, I mean, have you ever seen worse disrespect from your friend, Bert Kreischer? Well, what do you do? Like, come on. I mean, I, I added you. you. You posted it. And by the way, the worst part of it was that, you, went from intended- edgy, you went from edgy to being personally hurt. You, just, you did <laughs> not segue that well. No, it's comedians. No, you're right. So um, the, the worst part of this clip I posted with Bert Kreischer twice calling me Rosenthal was that no disrespect was intended. He was sure in that moment my name was Rosenthal. Yeah. There was not even a he didn't even hesitate. He was yeah, like, yo. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, he complimented. He's like, Rosenthal, pretty funny. That Rosenthal. I, I was know. Just thinking if I was you. Yeah, I was just no. that's a good one. Now, does he does he even know that we do a show together? Does he, I, he put those together? No. I bet I would bet not. But he knows you have a podcast, right? No. You've never even mentioned. That you do a podcast. I've mentioned should, it. I've mentioned it. But it, it hasn't it nah. hasn't registered. Like nah, uh, not, at hey. all. not at all. What if you just said to him, Hey, I want you to pop on my podcast with Rosenthal? You think he'd do it or no? I think he would. I think he would. We should do it sometime in New York. Does do you, well, you know, I'm not gonna get into all his business, but if he stays in the city, we should just bring him to the studio and do it. It'd be fun. He doesn't stay in the city. Doesn't stay in the city. Interesting. No. He's he's on tour for the rest of the year. Like that's the problem with him. Like, how do you catch him? He's like just, he'll go home once in a while to 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 bank his own podcast. Where's home? For, where's home for him? Austin. Huh? Home is Austin. No, his home is L.A. But he goes to Austin to do the Tom Segura podcast. But they'll bank those. Him and Segura, they'll just him and Segura will knock out a weekend worth of like ten episodes, fifteen no, episodes. Like four. 
Yo, man, it's a, it's a life you comedian people live, bro. Y'all are out here, man. Y'all are really out here. I got Kevin go Hart and Chris Rock. They released a documentary today called Headliners Only. It's oh, so it's a documentary. That's not a um, it's not a show. It's a documentary. I DJ the um. I had a very crazy travel week because I was supposed to stay on the West Coast and I had to come home to do this party for Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. Oh, the party was here. Yeah, it was at the cellar. Oh, stop doing what you're. Can you stop doing what you're doing? I was um unzipping my monster headphones. Oh, well, you have monster headphones. Yeah, these are monster headphones. Can I see what they actually look like? The actual headphones? Absolutely. I'm about to start using them. They're Bose. You know Bose? You ever heard of that company, Bose? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me see what they look like because I'm just about to type this email up and start saying, yeah, send me the monster headphones. Okay. They're like little DJ headphones. Yeah, they're dope. They're not plugged in so I can't hear you, but they're dope. Okay. I'm about, I, need, I need, yo, yo, Jamal, you got to get right over here. I look crazy over here. Um, so wait, so how was the event at the cellar? Is this Patreon? No. Say now say, well then it was great. It was really fun. Because here's here's what I love. Here's what I love about the event. I was they rented out the entire cellar. No shows. That is unheard of at the cellar. Unheard of. Okay. But Chris Rock wanted to do it. I mean, um, Kevin wanted to do it there. So I can't put these back now. Here we go. So, you know, they call, you know, the production companies and, and the event planning companies and everyone's like calling them on conference calls. They're like, okay, we're going to do it at the comedy cellar on McDougal Street. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's my own. And they're yeah, like, got what kind of equipment? I said, I'm going to bring my controller. How do we set up that? Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, this is the worst. But anyway, so they set me up downstairs. Okay. In, in the comedy cellar room where the shows are. Uh, everyone, and I mean everyone, stayed upstairs at the Olive Tree Cafe. The entire party. I was DJing downstairs. The music was piped up upstairs. And it was just one of those talky talking network type of parties so the dj was basically a complete waste of time i say that respectfully i said that i say that respectfully i would say a complete waste because you created background noise at least it was 90 percent um did you and, and could you could you at any point get up and just be like fuck it and go walk around Absolutely. I went upstairs many times. I played either a mix or I had my intern just hit the, I told my intern about the one. And then I was like, here, when this song's about to end, just hit this on the one. Go one, two, three, four, one. Did it's you, so it, weird explaining DJing. I don't, I don't even want to call it second nature. It's first nature to me. Did you see the video I put up the other day, the, the little uh, Rihanna, Michael Jackson blend? No, you don't see me. You don't care. No. So I, I, I put this video up the other day for fun. I was just like, I don't know why Natalie was gone and I was fucking around. And, and by the way, it was clean. It was a nice. It was a nice, clean blend I'd never done before. I literally was fucking around and found it in two seconds. Right. Like it's not yeah. rocket science to pick a good blend. It's a BPM game. And it just if either the pocket works or it doesn't work. Right. Like it's mm -hmm. either good or not good. And I was kind of joking because I'm like, oh, man, this could hit that algorithm. You know, people put up blends on. 
social media and get a million like they reinvented music but like even seeing the comments from people being blown away because a they don't know i dj at all but b like they don't have an understanding of what's hard or what's not that big a deal yeah there's no understanding of like yeah coming up with a clean blend is cool and people who are really good at it can be really good at it but it's like not hard to catch a good blend it's not the hardest thing in the world especially if it's in that pocket so like it's yes they don't it is it's second nature and when you try have you have you ever tried to teach someone like a like a like yeah someone messing around it's so basic and when you're watching someone start from scratch you're like oh yeah i know bro they don't even know like they don't even know what headphones are for i i you're like they're like wait what am i listening to though and and you're like like, you're listening to the next song they're like oh oh shit okay okay (laughs) right and i'm like because they're like because they're like we're not enjoying the party you guys are enjoying we're two, three, four songs ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put a little set together. I'm in my Jay-Z and Pharrell. Going to go into Flipside, going into Rock the Mic, going into Mac Bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I got my, I'm I'm, I'm over here. It's, it is very, very funny. But I also realized that, like, I should probably occasionally throw some shit up there doing it every once in a while because it could lead to a bag for no reason and people don't even know that i'm capable of doing it Ooh. i want to i haven't caught a stupid wedding bag in a couple of years get yourself a nice couple or, i mean or even something ideally cooler than a wedding like a party at the comedy cellar for celebrities where i sit in the basement by myself and everyone's upstairs wow well, I, was, I was by myself did you I catch a little with me Oh, I got a nice check. Check was nice. And the check was probably coming from what? The movie company? Netflix. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like Liz from the seller was like, you're doing this. I'm like, why? She goes, they got the bag. They bought out the whole seller. The whole seller. Four shows, bro. Canceled that night. Just for a party on a Friday night? Party, a fucking hangout, sit around. Kev got there. So you know what the t- I've, I, you've heard me talk about the table, right? Yeah, that's the t- the table in the back where all the comics sit. It's like a legendary thing where all comics get roasted. Where it's legendary stories of Bill Burr and Patrice O'Neill battling each other, roasting each other. Blah blah. Yeah, blah. yeah of course. So that's the table. Kev got there about nine thirty, sat at the table, and didn't leave until two like two o'clock. Never came downstairs. He the man doesn't have to pee. He never has to pee. He was drinking too. He's sitting there drinking at the table and didn't yeah. pee. Impressive. Yeah, man. His wife Ooh. came down, and I was just like, "All right, this is a this is a wash." Did you saw when I posted the the video of uh, a while back of you and I messing with Kev back in the day, right? Uh huh. Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. He was just starting to pop off then. I know. Right. Like he was just starting to pop off then. And by the way, bro, I edited that video too. Cause again, we talk crazy and it's a different time. Really? Yeah. I had to you cut down. Crazy the, on there? Not cr- again for our standards. No, it was regular the way we did shit talking very bluntly and openly with racial jokes. Now never putting that up. 
cut cha-ching off. It would me, you and Kev just fucking with each other. But there's a lot of, you know, it's just us being us. Yeah. In that time. But it's crazy because like at that point, Kev was like a big comedian that like I knew from radio because he's just like the local comedian, not local. He's a traveling comedian showing to yeah. radio stations and just do clubs. Couple and it was movies. just and had the, he had the little Couple spot, small parts. He had the small part in um 40 year old virgin. Yeah. Like a little just little jump off to now. I mean, Kevin Hart's like. He's beyond comedian. I don't even know what he is. It's like it's more than comedian. Like he's a he's a businessman. He really he really is. Hey, he's uh, still else? super cool though. Like he he's still is, super cool. Yeah. He's still he's, the same, same guy when you see him? Yeah. Same guy, bro. Same guy. And especially at the cellar. Like Keith Robinson. Keith Robinson is his OG. Um, he was there. He was just he was on. He was like, man, you see all this shit going on with Diddy? He's like, I'm about to sue Keith Robinson, man. He assaulted me. He molested me. He <laughs> attacked me. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, bro. Just and and does Keith like still? Because Keith Robinson is not a, not famous. He's his OG in comedy. OG, he's like OG, a, and so a super respected guy in comedy. And he's still around when Kev's around regularly. Yeah, Kev takes care of him. Kev does it right. Of course he does. He's a but good Keith, player. you know, because Keith had two strokes, so he's oh, not wow. he's not the most mobile guy. He's fine, fine but he's not the most. You know I mean, and um, I mean, I don't, bro. The um, a comedian, the comedian life, bro. The amount of abuse we give to Keith every day about his stroke is like. If you just pop in and hear us talking, the worst must, people have ever lived. You must think like if you're just at the bar behind the table, just sitting at the bar, and the shit you hear us say to this guy who's like limping with a cane and has no use of the right side of his body, we're just fucking destroying him. Like he's walking in, and we're like, "Ah, uh, Keith's here. Twenty minutes before he gets to the table, he's like, shut the." F- Fuck up. <laughs> you know, every time I'm on stage with Keith, like if I'm hosting, then he walks off because he tell he is he's shooting a special this um no next week, next the 19th. He's shooting his Netflix special. Oh wow. It's all about the stroke. Wow. And uh so all a lot of his material is about the stroke. So he'll get on stage, I bring him up, and uh, and then when he's done, he gets off. I go, I didn't even know he had a stroke. I thought he just walked like a pimp. And, and kills every time, bro. Uh, like, so how, every how old is he, by the way? He's uh, he's got to be ninety. <laughs> he's got to be late fifties. Yeah, he's got to be fifty-six, something like that. He got to be. But this is why I love the cellar. This is why I love the comedy cellar. We have <laughs> we have four stages. Every stage at the comedy cellar has like a handle. Like a almost like a staircase railing, just for Keith to get up on stage. Well, so he has like he can grip something and push himself up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every stage has that for no other reason, for no other person, for nothing. It's actually like in the way of some seats. It's kind of annoying, so that Keith can get on stage. You know what I mean? 
Like it's a fun. It's great, man. That that that's dope, man. That's really really dope. It's uh, any- shit like that that people don't realize why is it seller the number one spot in the world? It's because of shit like that. Well, you guys clearly, it's clearly a very real community. The the seller, it's a, yeah. it's its own thing for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's its own thing. But what like, other what other greats or near greats came to this event? Uh, my invitation got lost in the match. I only man. saw, bro. Let me tell you something. Kev or Chris or Sai. I like I only JB Smooth was there. Sam oh, snap. J was there. Who'd you say? Sam J. Sam J. Uh, I don't remember. There was a lot of industry people. I met the director. He was super cool. Rashidi. He came from that. Uh, he used to do a lot of music videos back in the day. He was like in that Hype Williams camp back in the day. Um, I didn't. I don't really see him. There was a lot of executive people, like Netflix people. Chris Rock was there. I I was stuck downstairs, bro. I didn't see anybody. It's bullshit. Um, I'm sorry. I got to text Sam J right now because I've been talking talking to her about getting her on the podcast, and I'm gonna just text her real quick and throw you under oh, the bus. I'm not. Why? Why me under the bus? I'm just gonna say I, I was trying to nail down your schedule the last week. My bad. I you know, just don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I've been ha- I've been wanting to have Sam up here and and wanted to have uh. Uh, my man Gata from a little Dicky show who has a role in a movie. He, he snagged himself a role in this Sydney Sweeney movie. Who's Sydney Sweeney? She's the hot chick from Euphoria. Oh, yo, what is this? What is this Melissa Ford, Cameron, Joe Button thing? What is this? Um. Well, how much do you want to? Exp- how much do you want to like light out? explanation? Um. So. So, Melissa Ford went on was on Joe Budden show. I guess is she's she on it on there right now? now. I think so. So Melissa Ford's on Joe Budden and casually tells a story, and either implies or directly says that Dipset was fucking around with underage girls. A couple days later, apparently Joe and everybody was like, "Whoa, that's a big accusation!" Like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" A couple days later, she she says an apology. After that, Cam then gets decides to put do up on IG Live and just crushes Melissa Ford and breaks down the whole thing. And in through it, other people get yapped also. <laughs> it was the most entertaining. I was making dinner. It popped up on my timeline. I saw it was like 15 minutes long. Of and Cam? I was like, was Cam like yeah. talking to the computer or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me bring this in the kitchen with me while I make dinner. I brought it <laughs> in the kitchen, hit play. That was a great 15 minutes. Cam is, Cam, yo, is, Cam is he's he's good, man. He is hilarious. He, like it, it's so crazy that all these years later he found whatever his thing is that we always knew about. Yeah, no, but he always knew it was there. Bro, he's petty, he's brash, confident, but funny. And like it's it's great, but Mace too though. Like <laughs> you saw the clip where Mace was like, "It gotta be tonight." You saw that one? No. He was like back in the day when they, when he was you know on on mega fire. He said he used to be in the club and Cameron. Because remember, I, I always tell the story. I met Cameron through Mace when Cam and and Jimmy and Blinky were like basically like Mace's entourage, and uh, he used to tell girls. Yo, it gotta be tonight or no night. 
Got he would meet girls in a club. He'd be like tonight. She's like, nah, I can't tonight. But like you're in town tomorrow. Can we do it tomorrow? He's like, yo, it's tonight or no, or no night. night. Or no night. And the way he's saying it is like, these guys are grease balls, but it's also fucking hilarious. And like, I never had that confidence to tell a girl, yo, it's tonight or no night. I don't even think the conversation would ever be happening in the first place. That's what's wrong with us. We don't even think we could have that conversation. We easily could. Well, so what do you mean? It, it starts out with him being like, yo, ma, what's good? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, you know, you should come through. And she's like, I don't know if I can. And he's like, word. She's like, maybe another night. And he goes, it's tonight. Nah, it's tonight or no night. <laughs> um, so, so he, so Cam just like basically is like, first of all, we were underage in the time you're talking about. So what do you yeah. mean we were with underage girls? We right. were underage at that time. Number two, that's not how I even get down. I like old chicks. I'm not even into that shit. And, you know, and then he and then he just went on and on. Then he hit Queens flip with some shots. Yeah, then I saw he, that because I saw Queens flip. I don't even know who Queens flip is. No disrespect. No disrespect. Queens flip is like an Internet guy. Funny Internet guy. I'm just in a different algorithm, I guess. Bruh, everyone's in a different algorithm. Now, here's something we do need to discuss, though. I'm shocked. Emilio didn't send this to us. Emilio will send us topic ideas. Emilio's like our uh, the new Rico. He sends us stuff that he's like, really think you, we, uh, the people would want to hear you guys address this. And nine times out of ten, it's kind of the inside. We're like, well, you don't want to talk about this. This one, though, Saif, I think we have to. What is it? Let's see what Saif says. What's the one opinion on this next topic? I think this one we have to. Have you heard this yet? Nope. I don't even know what this is. This is the Mace Freestyle. About Diddy. Recent. This, this weekend. Uh-oh. Empty pipes, replace your club. You go to church on Sunday on the illness of all. Whatever cool base with other bad boys who have hardships. You know, I need to jump in like a boss thing, nigga. On the first level, third level. I can never work level. Niggas mad I made it till I would never work level. Does Cain kill Abel? I'm able to kill Cain. Woo! That's the first one that I've understood. Listen, everyone else who's nerdier about this will explain to us more, I'm sure. All I heard right there is he said, love don't steal and word change your name. Because if it did, he'd be called love. Like, don't steal, huh? You know? And I see no integrity in your name. I see no integrity in your name, Saif. You got that? Mm-hmm. And I'm haunted by the ghost of St. James. Go ahead. What's that mean, Sai? That's a biggie line. There we go. Because he said, he said, so when he says I'm haunted by the ghost of St. James, I assume he means biggie, right? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. All right. So there's some more biggie here, I think. By the ghost of St. James, Champagne King. Champagne King. That's my role in so so he went from he talked about the death of Biggie, right? And it never being solved, and then landed into people selling their soul to go to the Rockefeller brunch. 
<laughs> I, I, there, I'm sure someone could explain this. I don't understand all of these parts, but uh, um, it's interesting. And it is known from another hood. Forget a brotherhood. I'm trying to make sure that my mother go. I ain't cheap, but I'm really cold in the ghost. No matter who top five, I'm one cold in the most. I'm the dose of wolf, dose of rizzo. Come with the facts you never considered. I'm the ghost of shell. I speak for every artist never spoke their mind. Representing every artist that was left behind. From Craig Mack to G. Dutton. I still remember them kids tripping. For every producer you ever stole a sound. Are you playing with me? Who am I make examples? Niggas have a money. You know that's not a man move. You know you freaking I'm Tony. You know that you would get lonely. It's never safe if you owe me. You know that's safe. It's true. You had a chance to do right now and understand me. You can't stop a nigga came from wicked Campbell. Come again and get a bonus for what he did. The Jim Porter made a day he dies and rest in Pittsburgh. This is an intense one, Zyph. Where is this from? I don't know. It just popped up over the weekend. I mean, it looks like he had a big show somewhere. It looks like he's got, you know, and then this, and he goes on. And by the way, this is like borderline. It's freestyle of Jace. It's borderline. Let's be honest. This is borderline haiku. But the guy, uh, there's a guy backing him up. Yeah. So he knows. So it's, it's gotta be rehearsed. Yeah. It's gotta be rehearsed. Now you out and That's I you see what he did there? Damn. You just a nigga not a market there. Okay, it's mother, what she really worth, nigga. What was the last one? What was the last lie he said? What was really worth? He said, yeah, I'm going to play for one more time. Go pay his mother what she really worth, nigga. Go pay his mother what she's really worth. Jeez. This is bad. Uh, I got, I, I'm going to step bad. out on a so if I'm going to step out on a limb here, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm really, because this is the kind of edgy journalist I am, and I'm willing to make bold statements. I'm going to step all the way out here. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I don't think Mason Diddy are ever going to be good again. <laughs> I, no, I think this is it. I do not think they're going to mend this fence. I think it is a, I think it's done. Jeez. I mean, listen, the, the, here's the thing about all of this happening. All of the Puff stuff coming out allows you to believe that every version that existed out there of like, was Puff really sort of this evil mastermind behind everything who was playing the world? It's all sort of in play now. That's I, I think every and then so now you're gonna have people like Mace obviously tell their story. There have already been mad people who have been feeling away for a very long time damn 
man. This is bad. It's 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 really because a lot of you know, like like a couple months ago when they said um, Puff gave a lot of publishing back to his artists, some of the artists. Mm-hmm. In that deal was like all types of NDAs. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm telling you this right now. He ain't ever coming back, bro. He ain't ever coming back. He he may he's gonna Puff try. Puff yeah, he he denied it all on on social media. He put oh, up Billy. a post. TM TMB. It's Billy June. Thank you. I didn't see that. Just kidding. Of course, I know that. I'm not saying he won't ever utter a word again. And he did. He put up a statement last week denying everything, which, by the way, already makes you look bad. Because some of those things are true. Like the Kid Cudi's car being blown up that was in that thing. That's already been acknowledged and and um, confirmed by Kid Cudi. Like that's known. That's out there. There are things what, there. The that, car blew up, but you don't. What Puff set it up? Puff did it, according to Cassie. Because she was proof, though. No, right, right. Not proof, but there, there are a few things in there, and and witnesses to it. Where, that are what the um in the in the, the whole lawsuit? case? Yeah, yeah, that that are basically impossible to refute. Right, some are really hard to refute. So then, when you come out and say none of it's true, the entire thing's a lie. To me, it almost makes it look even worse because, like everyone knows, not all of it's a lie. So I'm telling you right now, from what I know, and I've got sources. I'm just when I say that I, I don't have sources, but people <laughs> people who know the industry at least believe there's no path to coming back from this. This is like Russell Simmons moved to an island and that's it. But Puff isn't Russell, so it's going to be a lot harder for him to do that. I heard somebody mention that they're like Puff's probably getting his house in Bali together now. That's it. That's the oh, I don't. He can exist, but like, is Hove taking a picture with him? Is Hove inviting him to the brunch still? Like, those things aren't going to happen. That is going to be gone. So after years and years of friendship and camaraderie and mogul talk, you can't take a picture with this guy now. And and by the way, and really nothing is, the crazy thing is nothing changed for, I mean, I guess some of those people didn't know any of this, so there is a huge change. Some of them probably would have suspected it even prior and still hung out. But now that it's out there, that's the, yeah, like, I guess that's the reasoning, right? You don't want people to think you're okay with it. So you can't. Okay with allegations, nothing proven. You know what I mean? Like, But he paid. He paid. He didn't want to go to court. That's all still speculation, though. Why did he pay? You know what I mean? We don't know. You don't know. You don't know. We don't know. Like, because like they say, like some people say he paid because she got something else that's not even mentioned. All right, so Sipe, real quick, here comes the bag. Someone offers you a nice little to promote a comedy show with Diddy next week. You're taking it then. I can't. Can't do it. I can't. can't But I would say, I would say, Puff. I'm. You know how much I. I admire you for years and years and years. I, it's just, it just wouldn't look right right now. It's just too hot. It's too hot. I mean, that's, but that's going to be, it's good. What I'm saying is that's, it's going to be that way forever. And I think the bigger problem is I think people all believe it. I watched the hip hop tribute the other day. 
There were some crazy things going on a couple years ago about T.I. T.I. was at the Tribute. He was also part of it on CBS. Blah, blah. Uh, there are other people there uh, who were all a part of it. What's, the had, what's, the, what's that? Top 50. There was it. We oh. should actually move it. We should go through some of that, too. Um, a lot of people have had accusations that have popped up, and they've gotten through them. Sure. Something feels a little... Something in this one that felt a little different, bro. I mean, something. everybody's talking, right? I mean... Everybody's pulling out stories. Because if... But why, though? Why? Why is everybody... We can't, we can't answer. We can't answer because we don't why, know. Why do people pull out stories now? Like Because they feel empowered. They, they now feel less scared. There are people who felt scared. But then once you start... Okay, let's just... Let's play if it's all true. Let's all, we don't know. Let's say it's all true. And you were a victim of, of someone like this. And you always felt scared to say something about it because I don't know. You heard stories about him being involved in all kinds of crazy stuff. And like, you don't know, like you hear about all kinds of hip hop beefs and he's involved in this and he's almighty and powerful. And you're like, you know what? I'm just just go my way. And then, but it's something that eats at you all the time. It's like one of the most emotionally impactful things that ever happened to you, but you just like, it's whatever. I just don't deal with it. I'm not going to deal with it. And then this woman steps up and is like, fuck it. I'm telling my whole story. I'm out here on front street. I'm just doing it. And, and it really makes noise. It makes an impact. Now, all of a sudden, again, if this person's guilty, now, now you have them back in a corner. Now you've got momentum and you've got other people on your side. It's less scary for people to step up and tell their story. And if you have a whole history of stories, I mean, I think there was, what, four that came out in the last few weeks? The question is, who are the other people around the industry right now who are like, oh, dear God. (laughs) I mean, because it was... There's a difference between abuse and for sure and appropriate you know what i mean like if the stories that cassie and others have said are true this is of a level of filth that to be honest with you you wouldn't want to hang out with that person it wouldn't even be like oh it's a bad look you'd be like bro i i don't want you in my fucking cypher who would want that person around anymore now i know what you're thinking you're thinking yeah but people knew that and still just turned a blind eye to it and now they can't hang out with the person. Someone that you know and you're friends with, all of a sudden a story comes out. The back. I guess what you do is call and go, is this true? It's funny you say that because I can't say who, but I was talking to somebody who was in a group, okay. and one of the members of the group is not in the group anymore. And I go, hey, whatever happened to Not knowing anything. Hey, whatever happened to so-and-so? He's like, oh, man. And somehow I was affiliated with the story. Tangentially? Yo, yo, I don't know what that I don't know what you're saying, so I'm gonna take that as disrespect. <laughs> you know what I mean. But like were you um, just like yes. like near it? Okay. Yeah. This particular instant that made this group break up. Okay. So it was like I was like, yo, what happened to was um where's so and so? He's like, oh man, I never told you this. Remember we went to this thing with you? Yeah, I remember. 
Remember all of us came, the whole group and some other people? Yeah. That night, this guy did some fucked up shit. Really fucked up. Yeah, like beat somebody. Okay. And now we're... And now they're, yeah, they're gone. I was like, holy shit. Like, did you have any idea he was like that? And they were like, no. And they're like friends for years. Wow. And he beat his girl. Wow. Like almost in front of them. And and they were just like, uh, goodbye. They had to go to the hospital. Bro, what would you do? Like, I guess if it was someone I loved, I, I, I'd, I'd want to like. What do you do? Help them find help. The, but I, the, the, the battered person? Both. How about when the battered person goes, no, I'm okay. What do you do? Well, I well no no no. If the batter person goes, well, I'm okay. I still that doesn't affect how much I would want the person who did no, it to help. I, it was my fault. Well, now you both need a lot of help. Seriously, obviously. But like, okay, one of your best friends. You're you're you're. you're um, I don't want to use an example of one of your friends. I was going to think. I was going <laughs> to. I so, think of the friend who does this horrible thing in front of you. You you'd be obviously Yeah, so Billy June just, you know, savagely wrecks a child in front of us. We'd be like cuz it has to be a child. Billy just honestly wouldn't be able to win. I mean, based <laughs> on the stories in the streets, it has to be a child. The only way he has a chance. I would go two things. One, you cannot be on the show with us anymore. Sorry. We can't do the show with you anymore. Number two, can we talk about getting you help? And if he's like, nah, I'm good. Well, then you're like, well, then obviously we're, I mean, I'm not, the not going to be friends with you anymore. If you think that's good. I wouldn't leave the person for good. If they were, if they were, if the person was broken that they did it and desperately wanted to seek help, then I'd be there to watch them find help. If they were like, nah, that little kid had it coming. He said he had better baseball cards than me. I'd be like, all right, then we can't be. No, this motherfucker try to sell me some candy bars on a train. Okay, wait, and you beat them? Well, yes, then we can't be friends anymore. That's it. Your evils that you were a part of, mm-hmm. do you feel you're, you're, you're redeemed or you have redemption or... You mean the, the things that I'm punished? least proud of? The things that I'm least proud of? Yeah, you think you were punished enough? Should I not be friends with you anymore? I don't believe I've done anything that would ever rise to a level where someone would think I wouldn't shouldn't be friends with you anymore. But even if there was, right, let's let, you know, someone felt really strongly about fidelity or whatever it was. I would be like, but I, I, I sought extensive help, worked immensely at it. Yeah. I'm mortified by the things that I did that were not so great. And that doesn't rise to the level of Billy June attacking that poor seven year old. Like who, who determines what the level is? is? Isn't that a personal, like a subjective thing? Well, yeah, I, yeah, but what are we talking about? Because I imagine that if you had been there for the scene that these people were talking about, something of that level, you would be so fucking taken aback by it that that would probably be the, you would know you're at that level. I got a friend. I got a friend. She's a girl. Okay. She's a female friend. Uh, okay, girl. She just got out of an abusive relationship. Physically abusive. Physically abusive. She sent me a video, bro. She sent me a video of this guy 
her boyfriend, whatever he is, I don't know, boyfriend, getting out of jail. The video's from her job security camera. He gets out of jail. She has a restraining order. He goes straight to her job from jail. The camera's outside. It shows him walking from his car to the front of this restaurant, whatever it is she works. Her boss coming to the door, opening the door and be like, hey, you can't come in here. He lunges at her, like, you know, like makes a flinch, spits on her. She closes the door. He bangs on the door and walks off. That's a video that she sent me and then got back with him. Okay. Well, that is incredibly disturbing. So what do I do? But that wouldn't. Oh, oh, so you're this is a separate conversation in this specific case. Now, how do you befriend someone who makes a decision that this is what what I'm talking about? This This is what our conversation is about. How do you how do you act around these people? Well, there's two separate conversations, right? If I knew the person, the guy, she showed me the like she was dating my friend yeah, and she sent me that video. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah, yo, man, she's wild. And now I had to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you think that was the oh, way to handle it? Now. Oh, yeah. I go, hey, man, it was real being friends. If you think that's cool to do, we're done. Be- that's cool. Done. Handling the girl is more complicated. Because she didn't do it, but for her to be good, she didn't do the actual act in that, you know, to the person at her job. They have children together. No, that's who you would choose. He does have a child, though. Oh, you're going to you're going to have him around your child. Yeah. Bro, but it's like I see this happen. I've seen little things happen and bigger things. And now it's like. So what did you say? I'm here if you need me. I think in every case, that answer could be the right answer. But I've, I mean, I've said, like, I've said, I mean, I said, hey, we had lunch. And I said, look, I'm going to say something to you. And I'm never going to say it again. I don't think this is the right person for you. I've seen many situations where these turn into very ugly situations and even people get killed. I know a lot of dudes in jail who are in jail for killing their baby moms or, you know what I mean? Like some shit. And I think you should get out of this situation as fast as possible. And I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you what to do. This is just my advice from me being older than you, things that I've seen in my life. And I'm here if you need me. And I'm not mentioning it anymore. Because it's just fucking awkward, bro. I called my friend who's a therapist and I was like, yo, what am I supposed to do in this situation? She goes, there's nothing you can do, bro. It's even harder when people have to make these decisions about their adult siblings and children. So what would you do if God forbid it was your daughter? Well, here's a funny thing. Oh, my daughter. I don't funny thing is me and my, me and my sister have a riff for years and years and years. She, this came out recently. She, (laughs) it's not funny. I'm sorry. She asked me like years ago when I was like, Wait, when? Years ago. Okay. Way before Chameleonaire went to Brooklyn. Okay. She asked me, I think she was in some kind of an abusive thing. I don't even remember if I knew that or not. Me and my sister are not that close. 
And she's, she's been mad at me for years because she asked me once, hey, if somebody hit me, what would you do? And apparently my answer was like, well, what did you do? No, that's not a good answer, sir. But here, but if you know me, if you know me, I like to get all. What was I? She wanted me to say I would go over there and fuck him up. Right. Of course. Which I would. But I need to know what I'm getting into here. By the way, I want everyone listening to know, by the way, that is not Scythe giving some political answer where he's making a statement about maybe sometimes women deserve it. No. He, this is a Cypher sound statement. I like all information. You should know this by now. He needs the information presented out. He will, he'll then go do the right thing. I need it but all. But he's got to know because if he shows up and then the guy goes, well, she did blank first, he'd go, all right, this is still bad, it's but this not, affects it's my that. approach. It's also like I'm a planner. <laughs> I'm a planner. Because I will go do the right thing, but I don't want to go to jail for it. Right. I'm not going to run over there speeding with a gun in my hand, run up to his door and be like, what the fuck did you do to my sister? Maybe I said it incorrectly at that time when she was looking for some help. And maybe I should have said, well, what happened instead of what you do? Maybe it was something like, maybe it was so minute into the words I used. Right. Am I going alone? Am I gathering goons? Do I Are need we to waiting a couple of weeks so that it doesn't come back on you? It looks unrelated. Right. Are we, am I getting my fucking smart goons or my fucking thug goons? All smart the goons, things you need to know. I got smart goons, bro, that we're like, yo, we're going to put this on the calendar for a year from now. You know what I'm saying? So did, did she, was she able to understand this way later? Yes, yes. Now in fucking 40s. But for she's been holding that grudge for years, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, and like, even now, like, yeah, I get, I, I mean, I'm a very just black and white logical thinker. You know, I think with purpose. So like, I'm going to handle this, but let me get the info. Right. Was, it, was there a gun involved? Because is there going to be a gun when I go over there? Wait, wait, well, I need to bring a gun person. Do I need a gunman? <laughs> or just knowing that there's a gun involved on the other person's side. That's an information I need. I got I can't run up into his crib. No. And, and, and by the way, or let me just be real now. Is this a situation that we should all just hide from? <laughs> Am I going to say, you know what? We're going to have to take this L and keep it moving as a family. We're going to have to. It's unfortunate you were the one who had to physically hold the L, but we're going to all have to hold this L together because we're not dealing with these people. Yeah, man. So I don't know. But I I, listen, let me just be totally blunt with the audience out there listening. To go back full circle. Just I think I think Saif, I think you'd agree. It's uncomfortable for us even with our loose connections to people to talk about like the puff story. And maybe that's telling of like a lot more, but you know, it is, you do. I do have trepidation talking about it and I'm trying to push myself to not many interviews, podcast episodes where I say how much I love puff. Right. 
I had him. I had listen. I had him on. Uh, I had him on Noisemakers. It was a really big deal when he did that for me at the time. You know, he used to hit me up pretty regularly. He listened to real late and was like respected my ear and like I. Of course, even though back in the day I used to shit on Puff in my hardcore backpack days, as I was getting established in New York, getting a cosign from him was felt super cool. I never witnessed anything fucking crazy. Now, all of us, like, you know, I think everybody has heard a different rumor or something about Puff in some way. He's one of those people. But, like, I'm not aware of the shit that people have going on. And obviously, you read the story, and obviously, I pay more attention to it than Saif does because he he subscribes to a website called MindYourBusiness.com, whereas (laughs) I am not as big in that. And I was disgusted and disturbed and fucking, you know, there's one part that I read that fucking practically throw up in my mouth, bro. Like... Well, like of, of, what, of the lawsuit. Yeah, there's a part that I the part that I read that made me like, bro. Cassie says that when he found out the name that she called her beloved grandfather who had passed away. He demanded to be called that name. Which was some of the sickest shit I'd ever read. Like, I was just like, I've never even thought of anything that demented. Like, I don't even. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what the fuck to say. You know what I mean? But like, again, to, to what we were saying earlier. Right now, hey, I want to shout out the girl, the girlfriend of the one-up listener yeah. who's looking at him in the car and going, why the fuck are you listening to this? Mm-mm. And I get it. This is the one that they actually perked up their ears to. They were like, the, oh, the, he's talking the, about the, the Puff Daddy thing. The young ladies? Yeah. There, because this is mainstream news. I thought you guys were going to talk about the new Busta Rhymes album. <laughs> <laughs> there was other. Uh, oh, I still wanted to talk about the um, the Hip Hop 50 celebration and more positive things. Uh, but that shit has been out there and it's it's scary shit, bro. To anyone who's going through anything like this, I uh, hope you are able to find a resolution that can bring you peace. Because boy, oh boy, I, the shit I read had me like. There's some really crazy people in this fucking world, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy people. And that, by the way, that is a, a big point in Saif's whole way of living his life, though. You go out and you're in these circles and we get very close. We get right up next to people who operate in different worlds. And then at the end of the day, our life is we just go home and are normal people who live like normal lives. You know what I mean? For the most part, yeah. That's basically it. You know, Rico, wasn't Rico, was it on the pod? I think it was on the podcast. You were off one day and Rico came on and he said something that I always enjoyed. He said that when someone came up to his dad once and treated his dad like a star and his dad was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a star, you know, and he thanked the person. He said, at your service. And he always described his way of doing radio work as we are the regular people who get to be close to the really cool stuff that regular people don't get to do. That's kind of the, the, the what we get to do in, in radio is like be near it all and, and share it. And we don't, I don't go home with the, I don't, I don't get invited to the, the cool after hours or not so cool after hours situation. I go home and read the stories like, Ooh, that is an interesting, you name the person. Name the person embroiled in controversy, and I will tell you the times I saw them and they were totally normal. Like one after another, like, nope, nope. And then there's some that I've seen hints of it, and they don't even have any controversies out there. 
And then when it comes to like sex stuff, it's always different. We know people that we are friendly with that have killed other people. That definitely true? Yes, a hundred percent. I guess you're right. Have they been on the show? Nori has tried to kill people. Tried. Tried them. Typical. <laughs> Nori was telling a story the other day. I saw it on Instagram about when he was 14 and he was shooting at somebody. He told us that story too. Isn't it the same? Different story? When a guy snitched on him? I don't know, but there, I, there was a story back in the day. No, you're talking about Kung Fu Joe or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, the Kung Fu guy. No, that's a different story. That's after he got out of jail. This is when he was 14, bro. Um, so I think this is a good way to close out. I think everyone will feel better about this. I think this plays really well now in 2023. Here we go. It's that last one, bro. The last one is. What does the last one mean? The last one is rough. The last one. And is by the rough. way, guys, remember, this is years ago. Maybe Bro, after that, Chameleon Air was in Brooklyn, but like yeah, eight years ago. But imagine if if I heard that now, I'd be like, "That's the fucking Because super Jew N word implies something positive. I mean, at least I'm super. But the, the last, last one, one is like the last one. It was hatred from something. I don't somewhere. know. I don't know. Um, guys, we hope you uh, enjoyed this bizarre episode and journey. <laughs> and I want to tell you right now, Patreon over the next couple of weeks is going to be pretty dope. Um, throwing up some classic episodes that have not been released in a very long time for the holidays. So I hope you'll dig that. I got those old school college uh, radio episodes that I'm going to share with some super underground hip hop from back in the day Ooh. and a very, a very young PMD, like 19 years old. And um, I'm going to Brazil on Thursday. I'm going to Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just vacation. Yeah, this is the official honeymoon. It's so funny. I get oh, like so excited. I get but, the but you used to date a girl from Brazil. I know she gave, she gave us advice on this trip. You you asked your ex about where you should take your wife on your honeymoon. Not where we should go, but like, hey, when was the last time you were there? Uh-huh. Oh, like last year. Okay, what was it like? You know, was it was it cool to go, et cetera, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you think that's weird? Yeah. Wasn't your ex at your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back. Shut the fuck up. Looking <laughs> back. Looking back. Look, weird choice. I mean, <laughs> 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 Looking back. Looking back, nah, you're wild. You're wild. <laughs> you're wild. Um, all right, everyone. Well, right, uh, we'll go, oh, by the way, Billy June has a lot of stories for Patreon. Uh, we're looking forward to that right now. We go to patreon.com slash one is life.